0: Hello, and welcome to 7 Minute Explainers, your audio guide to everything you need to know about compelling and complex topics. I'm Lauren Hansen, an editor at The Week, and today I'd like to get to the bottom of America's illegal immigrant controversy. We need strong borders. One of my first acts will be to get all of the drug lords, all of the bad ones, but we have some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. Donald Trump has made illegal immigration a major part of his campaign. But many of Trump's policies have left more questions than answers. And, as it turns out, the truth about America's illegal immigrants is much more complex. So let's get to it. First, let's address the number of illegal immigrants in this country. We don't even know how many people. We don't know if it's 8 million or if it's 20 million. We have no idea how many people are in our country. There are about 11 million illegal immigrants in the United States. That's about 3.5% of the total U.S. population. Now, it's true that the exact figure is impossible to determine, but 11 million does have a source. The estimate comes from taking the foreign-born population from census records, then subtracting the number of legal immigrants. So who are these illegal immigrants? Well, undocumented immigrants are more likely than native-born folks to be part of a family, and the majority have likely been in the US for more than 10 years. They tend to be concentrated in six states, California, Texas, Florida, New York, New Jersey, and Illinois, and about half are from Mexico. The rest are from various Central and South American countries. About 40% come into the country legally with a visa, but have overstayed that visa, while others cross the border illegally. Despite the scaremongering about foreigners pouring into the country, the undocumented immigrant population has actually been steadily falling for a decade. That decrease is largely because fewer Mexicans are crossing the border. And that's because economic prospects are looking better in Mexico compared to the U.S., which is still recovering from the recession, but also it's just harder to physically cross the border. The federal government now spends more on immigration enforcement than it does on the FBI, the Drug Enforcement Agency, and the U.S. Marshals Service combined. The number of border agents has quintupled since 1992, and about a third of the 1,900-mile border with Mexico is now fenced. On top of that, the cost of hiring a smuggler has gone up, and these beefed-up enforcement practices means that crossing the border illegally is more dangerous and physically demanding than ever before. Most illegal immigrants are lower-skilled workers with less education who compete directly against vulnerable American workers, and that these illegal workers draw much more out from the system than they can ever possibly pay back. The majority of America's illegal immigrants do work. About 8.1 million are either working or looking for work. As for taking jobs away from Americans, well, CNN Money looked into this and found that regardless of status, immigrants actually fill a necessary gap between expanding low-skilled jobs and the shrinking pool of Americans who are willing to take those jobs. The fact that immigrants take the jobs Americans don't want in retail, agriculture, landscaping, restaurants, and hotels means that those sectors have been able to expand and create more middle-class jobs. Some illegal immigrants are paid in cash, which means they aren't paying taxes. But many illegal immigrants actually use fake social security numbers to get those jobs, which means they are technically U.S. taxpayers. It's estimated that about half of America's illegal immigrants are thought to pay income taxes in some form. And contrary to common perception, illegal immigrants don't qualify for public benefits like welfare, food stamps, and Medicaid, since those programs require proof of legal immigration status. That being said, children of undocumented immigrants do receive certain benefits, like public schooling and emergency medical care. And if they're born in the U.S., they'll qualify for welfare benefits too. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. There is no evidence that immigrants commit more crimes than native-born Americans. In fact, immigrants tend to be a self-selected group who come to the U.S. to work. Since their position is precarious, they often just want to keep their head down and stay out of trouble. Interestingly, crime rates do increase as generations of immigrants assimilate into America. Second-generation immigrants have similar crime rates to native-born Americans. Data on immigrants and crime is incomplete, but experts estimate that about 7.5% of America's illegal immigrant population qualify as removable criminal aliens. Under President Obama, criminals have been the focus of the government's deportation strategy. In fact, ICE has deported more than 200,000 illegal immigrants this fiscal year. We will begin moving them out day one, as soon as I take office, day one. Deporting the country's 11 million illegal immigrants would not only be tough, but also costly. It would cost between $400 and $600 billion to deport everyone. It would also deliver a $1 trillion hit to the economy because it would hurt the industries that depend on their labor. And frankly, mass removal would be unpopular. About 76% of Americans say that undocumented immigrants are as honest and hardworking as U.S. citizens, and 51% of Americans say Washington's priority should be finding a path to legalization for those already here. Our political parties are divided on the path forward. Republicans generally want the government to secure the border before the undocumented are given a path to legalization, while Democrats say additional border security is not necessary and that it's time to bring the 11 million out of the shadows. That difference in opinion has meant a decades-long stalemate in Washington over immigration reform, which may finally be resolved come November 8th. And that does it for this episode of 7 Minute Explainers. Check out new episodes every Thursday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a rating or a review on iTunes. Happy listening!